Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear in Simon Dalud, Sivkat Anches, Good Moed, Cholomoy Pesach. We are on the last word of page Tess, about to turn on to page 18. The Mechaber says in Sivches, Natilas Yadayim Shacharis Einotlan Agabe Karka, one who is washing his hands in the morning should not wash on the ground, but rather should wash that the water goes into a kli. So the Meshavura says on page 18 in Sifkaton Yudches, one should not wash over the karka, even on top of little wood pieces is forbidden, because there is ruach ra, there's evil spirits that show on the waters, and therefore we don't want the waters on the ground or on top of these wood chips. Rather, you should wash on top of a kli. Says in the Shavuot and Sifkot on Yotas, "V'tov shi'aniach shnei kelim me'rashosav." It's good for a person to leave two vessels by his head, echad molei ve'echad reikon, in order that he can wash from one kli into the other kli when he wakes up in the morning. We we'll look at a couple of notes. Uh, note number twenty-nine in the second paragraph points out, "Ukishenishbuchu mei netilas yadayim al ritzba." If the water from the Tilas Yadayim does in fact spill on the floor, even though there are other opinions, Roshul Mazam and Orbach says, Shadai Bekach Shemenagva, it's enough that you just dry it up. The Ein Sarach Lishboch Alehem Mayim Amanas Levatlam. You don't have to start pouring on water to be Mavatlam. Roshul Mazam holds it's enough just to dry up the water that spilled. If you look at note number 30, a very important note as well, Velito Yodov Al Kior Ochel. Can one wash Nagavasar? in a sink that has dishes in the sink. So there is Shlomo Zalman says, it's 100% muter l'chadchila to wash your negavaser over dishes in a sink. Since afterwards anyway, you're going to rinse off those vessels. And when you do rinse them off, and when you do rinse off these vessels, all you'll have to do is rinse it off one time. You would not have to wash the vessels three times, like we saw last time when it comes to food that you touched, that you should wash it off three times. By the vessels, it's enough to wash it off one time, according to Ruchan Kanievsky. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Siftes, Mayim shal natilas yadayim shachris asr lehonos mehem. Water that was used for natilas yadayim in the morning is asr to benefit from them. V'lo yishpechim babayas, and one should not pour them out in the house. V'lo b'mokom sh'ovrim sh'om b'nei adam, and not were a place where people walk by, again because of the ruach ra. Says the Mishnevura in Sivkat and Chaf, mehem. We said you can't get Hanav from them. Al-Kain lo yitnem lithnei behemto. Therefore, one should not put it in front of his animals for drinking. And one should not pour it in the house, we said in the Machaber. One should not pour it in a place where people are walking by. Sifkot and Chof Aleph. Ki yuchlu lihinozek al yidei haruach Because people could get damaged from the evil spirits that are on the waters. Rather, v'yishbechem b'mokom midron o b'afar tihuach. Rather, a person should pour the water out on a place that is slanted or in soft dirt. In note number 33, points out, sham. And when you do pour it out over there in a place where it's a slant, so the Shalashan Shuva Shalmas Chaim writes, Sha'af im over Adam Makom Zeh, Ein Ruach Ruach Rashus Lahaziko, Kevin Shasa Kedin. So if one does do the proper thing and he pours out Makom Midron in a place of a slant, and the water is sliding down, so there, even if a person walks by and passes over, the Ruach Ruach will not have an evil effect on him because the person acted in the appropriate manner. Let's go weiter in Sif Yud. The Machaber says, Notel Kli Shalmayim Biyad Yemino. You take the vessel filled with water in your right hand. 
and then you place it in your left hand, in order that you should pour the water on your right hand first. So again, the Mechaber says, you take the clay with your right hand, then you place it in your left hand in order to pour it on your right hand first. Why are we doing this funny thing? Says in Meshavur and Sivkotan Chavbez, the reason why we're placing it in our left hand after we took it first with our right hand is Kadesha is Gaber Yamin in order that the right should uh, be strengthened. Shu Chesed al Smol Din. The right hand represents the Chesed and the left hand represents Din and therefore we want the Chesed to win out over the Din. So we want to show the Chesed is in control. So you fill the coast up with your right hand and you pass it from your right hand to your left hand to do the pouring, so you're showing that the right controls the left, because the right is commanding the left to pour it on the right, and therefore that is a um, hiskabris of, of the chesed over the din. Also for a lefty, he would do the same thing, he would take it with his right hand, and then put it in his left hand in order to first pour on the right hand. Continues the Machaber Vaiter in Sif Yud Aleph. Lo One should not have his hands washed from someone who did not yet wash his hands. Nagelvaser in the morning says the Meshavur and Sifkadon Chav Gimbal. Rotzalomer Lishvoch Lo Al Yodav. This means you should not have someone who did not wash Nagelvaser yet pour the water on your hands. But asking him just to pass through the water, even though he did not wash Negevaser, that would be okay. And in note 34, he points out, the reason why we don't want a person who did not yet wash Negevaser to pour the water on someone who is washing Negevaser right now, the Mogan Avram brings, B'Shem the Zohar, Shekin Kosov, the... The Pasuk says, The Torah person will pour it on the Tame person. That's by the Paraduma. And therefore we want a person that already washed Negevaser to pour it on one who did not yet wash Negevaser. And therefore one should not have his hands washed from someone who did not yet wash his own hands. Therefore a person should not have his hands washed Negevaser from a non-Jew whose hands are Tame always. Even though it's not Shach Ruach Ruach by a Nachri, but he has Tuma and therefore he should not pour the water over a Yid. On the other hand, he disagrees and he says, no, since the Nachri does not have Ruach Ra, therefore he's considered a Tahar to satisfy this Pasuk of and therefore he says a Nachri can pour it on a, on a Yid. To summarize note 34, we're basically saying that the Zohar says the reason why a person who did not yet wash should not pour the water over someone's hands who did not yet wash is because we want a Tahar to pour the water on a Tameh. But when it comes to a guy, there we have a machlokas, because on the one hand he does have no ruach ra, on the other hand he is tame, so therefore we have a machlokas of whether a guy would be allowed to pour the water on a Jew for Negevaser or not. Says the Mishabura Vaitan Sifkatan Chavdala Mimishalo, right? We a person who did not yet wash should not pour the water on one's hands. Ubinatila la achila rasha lito mishalo nota yodov. Zakta Mishabura and Sifkatan Chavdalad. Even though this is true by Negevaser, that we don't want to have someone who did not wash their hands yet pour the water on our hands for Negevaser, but when it comes to washing for a Suda, you could have someone who did not yet wash for the Suda to pour water on your hands for the Suda. And the reason is brought down in note number 35, what is the Chilok that when it comes to Negevaser or Makbid, but when it comes to Netilas Yadayim for a Suda would not Makbid. So the Prima Gadam writes, Shenetilas Yadayim la Achila Balu Tosefes Kedusha. The Netilas Yadayim for Achila 
has nothing to do with there being a ruach ra. All it has to do with is adding kedusha. And therefore, even one who did not yet wash the tilas yadayim himself can pour the water on for you because he can add kedusha for you because there's no chisar in him. He's not tame. He's not. He doesn't have ruach ra. He's just helping you get extra kedusha. However, when it comes to washing one's hands for negelvaser, there it's not just coming for the seventh kedusha. There it's coming to remove the ruach ra. Therefore, one should be makbid to wash only from one who already washed himself. Says the Machaber Viter in Sif Yudbeis. If one stuck his hands into a vessel that was filled with water, in other words, instead of the classic way we know of washing Nelwasser, which is pouring the water over our hands from a Kli, but rather one stuck his hands in the Kli. Also, that works as a proper natila for saying kriyashma and for davening. However, it does not help to remove the ruach ro that's on the hands. But says the Machaber, if he sticks his hands into three bodies of water, three separate different bodies of waters, there the Machaber says we are masupak, we are in doubt if that will work to get the ruach ra off. So again, the Machaber is telling us in Sifya Beis to stick our hands in a vessel that's filled with water would be a good natila for Kriyashma and Tfila, would not be good to remove the Ruach Ra. If a person stuck it into three separate vessels or three separate bodies of water, then the Machabri is Mesupuk if it works even to remove the Ruach Ra. Says the Mishabura in Sivkaton Chothei. So we said sticking your hands into a vessel of water does work for Kriyashma and Tfila. The yuchal levarich and you could also make the bracha on the because, like we learned already a few times in the simon, that the bracha was nitkan on the netila that you're doing for the davening or for the bria chadasha, not for the ruach ra. And here, lagavi the davening, it is a proper netila, and therefore one could make a bracha, and we make a drasha from the kior, which is the vessel in the base hamikdash that the kohanim used to wash their hands from in the morning. The aminon bakir, the pasuk by the kior, you should wash from it. And we learn from there, velo besocho. From the kior, it has to be from the kior and not by putting your hands inside the kior. But we're medayik from there, ha filu besocho. But in general, when it comes to any other vessel, you could wash your hands even by sticking them inside. And therefore, it is a proper natila for kriyashma and fila. And therefore, one could make a bracha on such a natila. Aval, but continues the Mishabura, lahavir ha ruach ra'a boi erui gimel pa'am dafka. But to remove the ruach ra'a, that requires a pouring of three times specifically, and therefore it would not help. The shikshuch bikli afilu mea pa'am lo chashev ala echad. And therefore you can stick your hands into the vessel a hundred times, it will always count only as one. Shemiyad nitmu hamayim v'havin kemo shofchen. Because immediately when you put your hands in the first time, it's metami, the waters, and it's considered like water that has to be spilled out. It's like bad waters. And therefore, it will not help to remove the ruach ra'ah. And because of this, the Mechaber is in doubt afterwards when you use three separate bodies of water. That it could be that it's not specifically the pouring that we need to remove the Ruach Ra'ah. It could be it's enough just to wash it. And therefore, as long as you're doing the washing in three separate bodies of water, it could be that would be enough to remove the Ruach Ra'ah. Oh, or maybe the ba'inan erui mikli ayodav, or maybe you need specifically a pouring from a vessel onto your hands, and therefore the machamis basupuk, where they're putting your hands into three different 
bodies or vessels of water, whether that's enough to remove the Ruach Ra, or you need specifically to pour it onto your hands from the Kli. Continuing in the end of the first line, first wide line on the Mishabura, the Kasava Primigodim, the Lafiza, according to this, Imtochav Yodo Banar Shalosh Pa'am, if a person stuck his hands into a river three times, which is a flowing river, O Bishelag Hamunach Al Haaretz Bishlosho Mikomos Mechulafen, or if a person stuck his hands into the snow that was resting on the ground in three separate places, this still will only help like we said before when it's good for Tfila you could make in fact a bracha but it is a suffix if the three times you're putting your hands into the river or into the snow if it will work to remove the ruach because it could be we need specifically the pouring from the kli onto one's hands a little diuk in the Mishabur over here, and the, that which is called in the Primigodim, that when it comes to the Nahar, it mentions just putting it three times inside the Nahar. It does not mention three separate places. By the snow, it mentions Mishlosha Mekomos. And the Pshat is that the Nahar is flowing water, and therefore each time you put it in, it's like you're putting it into new water because the water is constantly flowing. By the snow, which is stationary, it would have to be three separate places in order to get involved in this suffix of whether it will be good to remove the Ruach Roth. It would be sticking it into three times in uh, the same place in the snow or in a non-flowing body of water. So then, like we said before, it would not work for sure for removing the Ruach Ra because the water became tambe with your first dipping of your hands. Continues the Mishibur and says, V'ha'artzos ha'chayim u'levushe srod pasku d'binar v'chem b'shelag u'vamei mikveh mahani af l'havya Ruach Ra. These achron and paskim, that when it comes to a river or it comes to snow or it comes to a mei mikveh, it works even to remove the Ruach Ra. V'afilu e'im b'hem arboim sa. Even if this mikveh or any of these bodies of water do not have 40 so, which is the normal measurement for a mikveh, it still works to remove the Ruach Ra from one's hands, Ayin Sham Od Be'arsos Achayim. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sipkotan Chavav, this is going back on which the, that which the Machaber said, that the, the dipping your hands into the into the water in the Kli, even though it works for Kriyash Mantfila, it does not work for the Ruach Ra that's on the hands. Al-Kain Yiru Lito Pam Shenis Min Kli Afilo Achar Atfila. Therefore, even if one did this dipping his hands into the Kli, which was good for Tfila and Kriyashman for a bracha, and then he davened, still he should be cautious that after davening at least, he should wash his hands again to at least remove the Ruach Ra in the proper way. Let's do one more Sif in the Shulchan Arach. We have the Sif Yud Gimel, a very a famous discussion. Im Haya Neyar Kol if one was awake the entire night, yesh lehistapik im tzarech little yodav shachris lehispalel ulahavia ruach roa miyodav. So if one was awake all night, there is a suffix of whether he needs to wash his hands in the morning, both for tefillah and to remove the ruach roa, because Lamaisa did not sleep. We'll see all the tzadim of the suffix in the mishabura, but let's first read the Ramah. So what's the bottom line? What should one do Lamaisa when he's up all night? The Yitlim below bracha. Therefore, the Ramah paskins that one should wash them in the fact in the morning, but he should not make a bracha. Now let's see the mishabura that discusses all the Sveikas over here, and we'll see as well a couple of interesting Bialachas. As a matter of fact, let's start with the first Bialach on the page, Imhaya Neyar. I am Mishaburus of Katan Chavches, that we'll see in a moment. And so too, if a person is sleeping at night with gloves on, according to the Rush, we'll see all this in the Mishabura. Could be we should have seen the Mishabura first, but once we start, we'll explain the Biralacha. The Biralacha says the same suffix would apply if one slept at night with gloves on. 
The same way when he's up all night, he's not touching the dirty parts of his body, so too if he wore gloves during the night, he would not be touching dirty parts of his body. And therefore, according to the rush, you would not need to wash your hands in the morning, because if you remember, the rush is the one who holds that the natila in the morning is because and the stomach, you touch a dirty part of your body, so you have to cleanse your hands before tefillah. So in these two cases, where you're up all night or you're wearing gloves, you would not need to wash in the morning. The only side you'd have to wash in the morning with the rush is to remove the ruach. And like we mentioned very many times, we do not make a bracha on the tila that is just removing the ruach ra'ah. And therefore the Biralacha tells us the same suffix that we'll discuss now in the Mishabura will apply to one who goes to sleep with gloves on. Says the Mishabura in Sivkotan Chavzayan, Kolha one who was up all night. However, but if he slept for a little bit of the night, there everybody agrees that he needs to wash his hands in the morning the proper way. That's assuming he took a real sleep, a permanent sleep on his bed. And the reason is, because we say that Stam hands, they're, they're moving around a lot. But for sure, touch the dirty part of the body. But if a person only slept a, a, a nap, a temporary sleep, according to the rush, that's like one did not sleep at all. Like you just mentioned before, that according to the rush, the reason why we're washing is because our hands are dirty because they touch the dirty part of our body while we were sleeping. But that's only true by a permanent sleep. If it's only a shnasarai, so there we say, we're, we're pretty sure you didn't touch a dirty part of your body. There's no reason to believe that you did because it was a short nap. And therefore, you would not need to wash your hands, as we'll see shortly with a bracha. We say it's a suffix for two things. One is for if you need your hand, wash your hands for davening and to remove the ruach ra. Whether you should wash for tefillah, there is a suffix. If the reason why we wash our hands in the morning is like the rashba, who said that you'd wash your hands in the morning because you're like a Bria Chadasha. And if so, in this case, even though you were not a Bria Chadasha because you didn't go to sleep, but still says in the Shibura, Lo Plug the Rabbanon say low plug, and therefore, even though the reason for the takar of the Tilas was that you were a Briya Chadasha, and now when you're up all night, according to the Rashford, you were not a Briya Chadasha, but there the Mishabura says clearly that we say low plug, and once they instituted a bracha of the Tilas in the morning, it applies even one, to one who did not sleep through night and did not become a Briya Chadasha. That's the one side of the suffix. O Shema Iker Hatam Karash, or maybe the Iker reason for the Tilas in the morning is like the Rush. Who says Yadayim Askanios and you have to wash your hands to clean them for davening? Ubeneir and one who was up all night Vilonoga b'mokom matunaf and did not touch any dirty part of his body ain't sarchnatila. He would not need a natila, and therefore that would be a nafkamina between the rush and the rashba. According to the rashba, we say lo plug, and one would wash his hands in the morning with a bracha. According to the rush of Yadayim Askanios, if one was up all night, he would not wash his hands in the morning, and therefore that is the suffix lagabe tefila. Now the Bishabura continues and explains to us the other suffix of removing the Ruach Ra'ah. In terms of removing the Ruach Ra'ah, we also have a suffix. In Ba'alma Hashena Gorim Ha Ruach Ra'ah, what causes the Ruach Ra'ah in general? 
Is it the sleeping? And therefore, if it was the sleeping that caused the Ruach Ra, one who slept during the day would also require Natila Sadayim to get rid of the Ruach Ra. But one who was up all night, who did not sleep, would not need to wash his hands. Or maybe it's not the sleeping that brings upon us the Ruach Ra, but rather it's the nighttime. And if so, the then would be the opposite, that one who was up all night would still need to wash, because Lamaise went through a night, and one who slept for 16 hours during the day would not have to wash his hands, because as much as he sleeps, it's the night that brings the Ruach Ra. And therefore we see that we have a two-sided suffix, both Lagabin and Tila Sadayim, for davening and for the Ruach Ra. Again, the suffix Lagabi davening is what Allah is like the Rashba that you wash the Briah Chadash, and we say Lo Plug, that would require an Atila, or we say like the Rush, that Yadayim Askani saying. And therefore, you have to wash your hands to cleanse them for tefillah. But if you were up all night, mistami, you didn't touch anything, and therefore you would not need an tefillah. And the suffolk of Gabi Ruach Ra is what exactly brings upon a person the Ruach Ra. Is it the sleep or the nighttime? And over here, where a person was up all night, he had the nighttime, but he didn't have the sleep. Those are the two sveikas. So the Ramah Paskin for us that you should wash without a bracha says in the Mishabura and Sefkaton Chavtes, the Yitlim, you should wash. What's Aloma Sholosh Pa'omim? Mach masafik, you should wash three times because of suffik. The chem bishnea sifim shacharzan, so too by the two sifim after this, you should wash um, the regular way. I'm just going to read note number 38, which is in the back of the sefer on page 3. So let's say a person was up all night, which the Ramah just passed for us, he should wash out of bracha. When exactly should he wash? So the Shulchan Aruch HaRav writes, As soon as it becomes light, he should wash his hands immediately. However, other poskim are not as makbid as the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. The Chazanish writes that he does not need to wash his hands by Olsha Shachar to stop his learning in the middle. And so too writes the Shulma Zalman that he does not have to stop his learning in the middle to wash. Just wash sometime before tefillah. And Chayim Kiyavsky adds that the minog is to be lenient, not to wash your hands right away, even if you're not being Osik in Torah. Mishum Shechiv Netilo Zuhu Rak Misafik. Since the whole Netilo is Misafik, we are very relaxed in terms of when the Netilo would be according to all these contemporary poskim. And therefore, on Shavuos morning or any morning where a person stayed up all night, he would not have to run to wash the second it becomes Alosa Shachar. And the last Nakuda in this note is what about walking Arba'amos or touching different openings of the body before you wash? Like we said, we're makbid on on a normal Negelvasar after a person had slept. So there the Eish Avram says it's all mutter, it's lenient. And so too writes in Shomazam and Arbach that you could walk for Amos, you could touch openings in your body before you wash, because this washing again is only misafik. On the other hand, Rechaim Kiyaski says that it is good to be careful from touching the openings in your body before the Satila. I guess the understanding of Rechaim Kiyaski is that it's midin uh, sakana, and therefore, chamira misakanta misura, and therefore it would be in fact better not to touch the openings of your body, which could chasasholam be a sakana. Let's go back to the Mishabura on the bottom of page 18, the last Mishabura, which is Sipkotan Lamid. So it's wrong on the, the Ramah. The Ramah told us again that one should wash, but without a bracha. There are those achronim that argue on this decision of the Ramah. And they say, no, one should wash in the morning and should make a bracha. And there are other achronim that in fact agree with the Ramah that one should wash without a bracha. So we have this big machlokas in the achronim. The chol zeh all this is below us a trachav. If he did not use the facilities, he did not use the beis in the morning. 
but if the person does do his need, does his needs before the tefillah, there are There a person would need to wash his hands and in fact make a bracha. And this is in fact what a person should do when he's up all night, it's like a person who stays up all night learning Shavuos night, what he should do in the morning is as follows, he should either go to the bathroom, or he should go, but he should make sure to get a little bit of the, of the, on his hands. Then according to everyone, he would be hired to, to make a bracha. We'll see that in the Bira Lacha. But just Tam, the simple understanding is, according to the Rashba, anyway, we said you can wash, because he said low plug. The only problem was in the rush. And according to the rush, so if you have your hands dirty before tefillah, so he really holds that you wash your hands before every tefillah. And therefore, you would be a chiv tefillah, even if you the rush in this case. Continues the Mishabura. And he says on the top of page Yud, and then a person should make a bracha of Anatiyasadayim and a bracha of Ashayotzer. Let's just look at the Be'alacha where he explains it, that which he said in the Mishabura a little more clearly. I have a and their reasoning is for the following. The reason why the Rosh says you make a bracha on Negel Vaser is because your hands are not clean before you wash them. Even though when it comes to Mincha we hold that you do not need to make a bracha. Even if you're washing your hands because they're not clean you would not make a bracha before Mincha. When it comes to shachar, that one has to wash his hands and make a bracha. And therefore, if he went gedolim or he touched a dirty part, he would need to wash according to the rush. And also according to the Rashba, who said the reason why we wash in the morning is because we became a Briya Chadosha, one would have to make a bracha even if he was up all night. First of all, the reason is, like we saw in the Mishibu before, because according to the Rashba, it's low plug. So even if was one up was up all night and he's not considered a Briya Chadosha, the Chazal and Masakin, everyone washes in the morning. Also, because of the newness of the world, one needs to make a bracha, even if he didn't benefit from it. And therefore, that is the eighth of the bottom line of the Mishnah. The Berah says that one who's up all night and wants to make an Atilas Adayim in the morning, to avoid the suffix, he should go to the bathroom, Gedolim, or Ketanim, and make sure he dirties his hands a little bit. And then, according to everyone, the Rosh, the Rashba, he would have to wash his hands for davening, and he would be able to make the bracha of Anatiyah Sadaim, and he would make the bracha of Asher Yatzer. We'll stop here, and Amit Hashem, tomorrow we will continue in Sif Yudalad. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shirim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any daffin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.